Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and in studio today, I have all of my sponsors. I will start with Tara Krieg of the TK team, Anthony Penna over here right next to me from Navi Title, and of course, Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage. And we came to you guys a couple months ago with our market update. What's really cool is we're starting to get a following on this market update that apparently this last year we had more views on this market update. So we might know a thing or two. (laughs) Just saying, or we just know that we don't know a thing or two. I don't know which one it is. But I do know our predictions from the last show I want to start today's show off with. So I'm just going to hit play. Tara already okay, watched so it, so she knows. a price point that you think the average price is going to be on average December 31st. Average price point, December 31st. I think 31st. we're going to see a, a little pop. I'm going to go five, 576, Penna. And then, you, know, you guys, just so you know, 575 we'll, we'll, we'll was his answer. Just saying. Just okay. a little. So we have 571, 575, 576. 560. 560. Oh, yeah. 565% appreciation year over year. And I was the highest on everything, rate and price. So we'll see on December 31st who's paying for that steak dinner between the two of us. That's why you're paying for my tomahawk. Oh, gosh. For the record, kind of paid. I don't even know where he got the tomahawk thing. So now I digress. I'm going to go over to my slide from the Cromford report. We will wait to see who actually won. We're always going to refer to the Cromford report, but I have some other stats I wanted to share with you guys today. Today is the 19th of December. I'm dating this show because her argument is we should really wait till December 31st to announce the winner. And why is that your argument? (laughs) Well, I think I'm going to win either way or at least be close. Uh But it's because home prices are starting to pick back up. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Yes, we will. So today's market comfort index, just so you guys know, 100% is balanced we have at the worst of covid we were like at 700 percent. that meant we had seven buyers for every one listing that we had it's wild it was crazy yeah crazy town so we're back down to a balanced market as of today mm. so it's showing 104 for the market index however that said our supply index is in the green at 65 percent, and our demand index is in the red at 68 percent And what I want to point out is if you look at our supply, our supply is just barely going down right now. And that's because we're in December, folks. Rebecca hasn't taken too many new listings recently because it's the time of the year that if you haven't listed your home yet, the last thing you want to do is pack up the Christmas tree before Christmas. So I'm guessing most of what I'm looking at is simply because we're not getting more listings. We're not getting a lot of activity, not a lot to get excited about. But my lender partners here will have some things to talk about that Excitement. is actually really exciting. Like, we've waited all year yes. to talk about this. Have we not? We told you. Who did we tell? <laughs> we told you. It's Who's happening. You? It's happening. We told all your listeners. Ah, not to that's panic. true. Not to panic. Things are going to start looking better. So all of that said, I did want to start today's show with Anthony. 
and his stats and the countrywide stats because normally I start going over all of our local but I want to save the winner till the end of the show. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk national stats and just talk about the economy in general because I've come across some cool articles. This is your arena, Penna, and you're actually in person. Oh my gosh, can I just point out 1111 on there right now? And that Anthony showed up in person because he is so sure he won today that he wanted to make us all eat crow in person. <laughs> but somehow I always win, but I always end up paying. No, I think it's a couple drinks you give me before the You're the winner, Anthony. You're the winner. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I paid last year, just saying. But that said, Anthony, what does the whole country look like right now? What's going on out there with the market, the rates, the pricing? I actually went a different mode for this what class we're gonna do some data at the end but i want to get into like we talked about earlier in the class with like with tar- class okay class, like I mean, class podcast. and dm so, it's what? kind of a class so I, kind of I want i want everything we do this show for a reason and i appreciate you putting this on because even though we're giving the correct dad out there mm-hmm. dad over drama i want to get into what people's thoughts are mm-hmm. what's going on that's actually really good data. perception perception because self-fulfilling prophecies we keep on telling you not listen to the people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Fear is sells. And when you see the stats that have happened lately, it's a little bit scary because we're going to get into, we're going to start off with, start off with. What do you want me to do? You want me to do, 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 95.5% of Americans said yes. Yes. Oh, my God, that's the American dream. I want to buy a home. Yep. That's great. And there should be that reason. Why should there be that reason? What do you guys think? Uh, no, I think that most people have a desire to purchase. And I think those that don't, uh, it's for personal. Either they travel um, or they don't intend to be in the same place for an extended period of time. 11 straight years, America's best option, long-term investment. Is real estate. Housing. Yep. Housing. Hmm. Gold's number two. There's 11 straight years. Yeah, above gold of all things. Could you imagine if, like, the Eagles, who are pathetic right now, won the Super Bowl for 11 straight years? <laughs> no. So no. that showed, like, 11 Are you straight still sad years. sad about last yeah. year, Anthony? I'm, I'm very sorry. bitter about that. We'll I know. Get I, it, we'll get into that later. You, you notice how I just put my head down and yeah, yeah, yeah. Home ownership remains 74% people the American dream. Yeah. I love it. It's all good. All positive, yeah. right? Yeah. People are, like, all excited. Let's and we get down to... What's the primary reason you want a home? Why? Well, we just 60% emotional lifestyle, pride of ownership, a place for me and my family to call Security, home. probably. Yep. All 40, emotional. We all 40, want to feel safe. 40%, even though it's very important, financial reasons. It's a great investment that builds wealth. Yeah. This is all positive. Everyone wants this. But what happens? <laughs> I love having him here in person. He's like, media. What happens? Let's do this. What the happens? media gets involved. Ah, the damn media. And then when you talk about net worth, do you guys do know that home ownership's 40 times greater net worth than a right. renter? For all you renters out there, 40 times greater. Oh, and I have some cool slides on renters today, too. Data shows that. Yeah. So, did your article about renting's better than buying? Mm-hmm. No. No. And no. reach out to Joe and Tara and Rebecca and... Please don't explain that why. So now we're getting the stats. Here's here's what well, okay. Ariel. Let me let me just say buying one is quick. better than renting. We're Ariel. working on Ariel right now. We're we're working on that. Um, you never get wealthy renting. I've heard no. that for years and years and years. I just have to you know 
repeat no. what you just said so much more eloquently than I do. There's Anthony. a reason these wholesalers and investors make a lot of money because you're paying for them. Yeah. Correct? So here's what I, after all those positive stats, everything's great. Buy a house, buy a house, buy a house. So, oh lending, no, I'm already cheating. I'm seeing what he's got coming for us. Lending Tree <laughs> did a survey. Do we believe Lending Tree survey? Yeah. We do? Yeah, okay. they went after consumers, but this is Lending Tree survey. <sighs> Look at the two of like it was what, like no. What do clients think are coming in 2024? Thirty five percent of consumers are rooting for a housing crash. Why? Yes, so they can buy. Which, okay, Joe. Why it's do you think the that renters? Is? I was gonna say, what is the demographics of the study? <laughs> yeah, they want a housing crash because they want these owns. prices to come down so they can get in, and then it, they want it to go up so they can make money. Well, everybody wants. They so they're rooting for that crash because yes. they're hearing the news saying it's going to happen. Foreclosure way, people can't and pay. And they've been bills. waiting. And I'll wait. Yes. I'll wait, and then I'll get the house lower than what I originally do. Yes. Guess so what happened that. last year? Nope. Didn't happen. No. No. More than two-fifths, 44% are expecting the market to crash. Mm. 31% say they're uncertain. So you're saying 76% of people, after all the data we're giving, that is kind of true, are thinking the market's still going to crash. You know why? Because 24% listen to us and the other 76%. We need to reach out to the other 76%. We need to reach out to the others. And I, and, and I say that because right now at the market, we, like, some people say, oh, you're just saying that because you're in the business. Let me... Confirm here. I don't sell real estate. Nope. I don't do loans. I I'm do. a neutral third party. We close them. I do things I do when I do my videos, posting. We come on to show you do this mm -hmm. one for the consumer. We look out for the consumer. Right. We've been saying all year, even with the negativity that's going on, and I think you asked us the last show, when's the best time to buy? And every one of us said yesterday. Yep. Even with rates at 7.8%, price is there. Why do we say that? Because we said... We told you rates would be dropping. Mm -hmm. We said it's eventually going to happen. There's mm -hmm. reasons why it happened. We said home prices aren't going to crash. We said there's not going to be a foreclosure wave. Well, guess what? Rates just dropped. No wait, foreclosure wait, wait. wave. We are correct. Okay. We're correct. We're correct. We're correct. <laughs> but you know what? So, We're going to see who's the most so, correct so, at the So everyone who <laughs> waited, what's going to happen now? You are now going to pay a higher price for the home. More competition's gonna mm -hmm. come on the market. But they may have lower rates, to be fair. They're gonna have lower rates, okay. So but, let's throw but you're gonna there. have less concessions. Less concessions, more competition. Maybe not price. the house you want. Probably not the well, house lower, you probably don't get to sleep you on. Yeah, it, it has it all has to do with inventory. So greater buyer demand, decreased inventory, you get less of those seller concessions. So those people who were able to take advantage of great negotiating, mm -hmm. getting repairs on the house and buying down that interest I, rate are still gonna be able to refinance as those rates come I down. saw a video yesterday on a guy and it was his podcast. <clears throat> and I, I I'm spacing his name and he goes, Homeowners who bought from December 1st of 2023 to f January 13th of 2024 mm -hmm. are going to be looked upon as the buyers who yes. bought and when ideal geniuses. Time. COVID <laughs> brilliant. Did you? No, I, didn't I saw that. I, was I, like, I already oh know gosh. that. That's yeah. fact. What can I go by? Because buy? we've all appreciated. And, yep. and, and this happens almost every December, by the way. 
So December is the best time to buy a house. And now you factor all this in too, it's really the best time to buy a house. Well, they only have a couple more weeks. Not even not even a couple more weeks. We're gonna be airing this on Christmas. Here's, here's the best one. Can I hold this like yes. the poster child of Vanna? What does it actually say, guys? Can you guys read it as the lenders? Most Americans expect rates to increase for at least another year, while over half are worried rates will... Will increase. increase. How many? How many say that right there? How many? Seventy nine percent. Seventy nine. Well, it's because all I've seen is this last year the rates were going up until recently. So if they haven't been wa- that seventy six percent that isn't watching us are misinformed. Well, it's a knee jerk reaction, and we just talked about this. So in October, they're hearing rates hit the highest they've been since August of two thousand, which was twenty three <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And from August to December, we're now saying, "Hey, rates are coming down." And I just think if we live in it every day. They don't, and uh, so yeah. it's important for us to communicate that information. I in real always time. bring up, and I get it. And Joe sent this to us uh, last year at the beginning of the year. Do you want to bet against the champ? Oh, yeah. yes, I love that. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Joe, you want to explain what Betty Gets a Champ is? The, the, the champ is that it, it's going to happen. It's the, the value of the, the properties are going to go up. The, the rates will come down. It's all a cycle, and you can't bet against it. What was it, 73, 5, and 1? Yeah, five. years that, that, that real estate that has real increased. Estate has increased. And out of those five years, I think four were during 2008 to 12? Yeah. Yep. So what's well, that and we you? explained the analytics behind the reason yeah. for that. And it wasn't, you know, it jumped right back up, right? Yeah. We just had excess inventory. So, so this might be jumping ahead because you might do this prediction later. But then the next three things were trying I'll, to get I'll in the market. I'll be your Vanna again. It's like for all of us, what's next for mortgage rates? My opinion mm-hmm. is they're going to... Pop continually drop a little bit. After the January 31st meeting, mm-hmm. I see rates in the high fives. Below yeah, that stabilizing. six number. Stabilizing. In Ooh, that, six that number. gets me so excited. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion. Okay, so the show's not over okay. yet. So, we still have to take a commercial break. In fact, we're going to come right back. Hold tight, you guys. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned 
independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. So Fired Up Penna wants to like quickly chase to the end of the show. Before we went to commercial break, he asked, what's next for mortgage rates? Where are home prices headed? I had to cut you off because that's the second half of this show. And is there a recession around the corner? What, let's answer all four of us, the whole recession thing. I think that's kind of a no-brainer with the four of us in this room. However, Joe, how do you feel about the whole recession thing? I don't care. So explain that because so that's actually a really answer. good, really good answer. The, the fact if there's going to be a recession or if there's not going to be a recession, it's not going to influence really what most of us do. So we've already been through. I feel like we've been through it through cycles of mm-hmm. technically recession ish. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we've already gone through that. So you're going to go through it again. And maybe it's two quarters in a row. It could be. Mm-hmm. But you still won't feel it as much. So this recession that they're doing is really. It's going to be a paper recession. Well, it's not going to be a, a regular recession. Well, and home prices don't down during recessions. So recession the idea does not that a recession is going to cause house prices right. to go down, if anything, a recession would cause interest rates to come down at a more rapid pace. Which then will put upwards pressure on home prices. And if we don't have enough houses built, then we're you're back, back to in prices. a bidding war. Here we yeah, go. We're back yeah. to prices being stupid. The news in your YouTube specialist isn't going to tell you that. By <laughs> your YouTube specialist. I'm laughing because literally. Literally, an economist posted that in 2024, we're going to have the biggest crisis, downturn, recession. Well, and then literally two other news articles, and this is Anthony's favorite thing to do, posted that we are having the soft landing they hope for and that home blah, prices, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah and blah. so at the end of the day, it's where you get your news. Are it you doesn't even apply to you. Right Look, now. This is the stuff I get DM'd to me. Read what I just got DM'd to me. I don't have my glasses on. You, you as economist predicts 2024 will be the, that's the one I'm talking about. Lifetime. Yes, it was sent and to me And I just got morning. it sent to me. Yes, it was okay. sent to me this morning too. And then you know what I responded with? Two additional articles that projected for housing prices growth so, and low interest rates. So what does that just show you is you can't believe shit in the news. But no. can you understand right? why Attention seekers, they have other agendas. They totally yes. have. And then we, can, we can angle it any which way we want. But Rebecca's going to show you guys some stats. I'm so excited. All right. Well, AZ Big Media. We're going to talk AZ now. Okay, guys? This one was talking about where economist experts say Arizona is headed and why it looks so good and buoyant for Arizona. So, yeah, buoyant. So if we talk about interest rates improving Mm -hmm. and everybody likes to come to Arizona for many reasons that this article talks about, all the jobs that are here, all the everything that's here, all I can tell you is we'll share this article on our page. So as a a show extra, so you guys can read everything that it talks about in here because there's so many nerdy stats about jobs and growth. We all know Arizona is a freaking fantastic place to people live. People used to come here just to retire. That's oh. why people came here for the sun. And now they're coming for the, they're, they're forever for coming for the sun, but now they're coming for jobs, for jobs. too. 
Well, yeah, and it's not just travel industry it's like it everybody. was when the market crashed yeah. 15 years ago. It's you know robust in every front. In fact, I saw an article yesterday third quarter of last year, we added 12 million square feet of commercial built space. Yeah. That's huge in one quarter in huge. our valley. Huge. huge. So what I thought was really interesting, you guys, every show I always talk, I know, this guy, <laughs> I know, he's the best. Um, I'm always bringing up the Cromford stats and we're going to still use a Cromford for the, because it wouldn't be fair to switch up the stats, but I thought this was really cool because and this thing that came from Armless, which is our Arizona Regional MLS. This is how us realtors share our listings. They're talking about price points. They're talking about average price point, which is weird to me because we don't talk about price points per square foot here in Arizona like we do in other places in the country. But see, what I did is I scrolled, 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 and I kept scrolling until I got to page 17 of 18. And you know what I found on page 17 and 18 that I thought was so fast? Oh, wait, wait. Two-thirds of mortgages are at rates below 4%, by the way, in case you guys didn't know that. Um, largest discrepancy between current and effective mortgage rates since 1976. Hmm. So, again, this is more like negative stuff, and I'm not going to focus on that at all. But I want to get to page 17 because 17, sales price forecast, our current average sales price of 2022 to 2023. What does it say up there, guys? And again, this is not the one that's giving us the final answer, but 576 a square foot for average. And we didn't do median. We did average. 578. Yeah, 578. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. But, but, but remember, we said we weren't going to use this one. So don't get carried away, Joe. So what I wanted to point out about this is, you know, stats are only good if they scrub the data. So this is coming from Arizona Regional MLS. Now, this was another thing I thought was really cool. We talked about renters earlier, did we not? Yes, we did. So May of 2020, where was it? The 1400, there it is. May of 2021, which I would say all four of us will agree, May of 2021 was pretty much the brutalist of the brutal. When we brutal. saw 50,000 grand above, Over list. you know, yeah. waving appraisals, letting people stay in houses for two months yep. free. The average square footage of a rental house in that time period was $1,490. We're down to $2,249 right now. So what I thought was kind of cool about the rental situation is this is when people were paying everything they could to get into anything they could, right? And if they weren't buying, they were renting. So they were having to rent a much smaller house than they do today for the same amount of money because we're talking average rents here. So what that tells me is the rental market has gotten a little soft. Why is that? You talked about renters earlier. My idea, I'm just gonna throw this out there, is there might be some people who've moved back home, combined units, and they're all waiting for next year. Multi-family? Yeah, I mean, it does, it does make sense to me why, look at the discrepancy. In just a couple years of 1490 to 2200 square feet, that's a huge difference. Well, it, it's feet. an explanation. No, it's it's the cost, right? It's a cost. 1490 versus 2249, essentially. Oh, no, no, no. Rent. Close rental no, units. No, close units. That's units. Close. The volume. Okay, so you're saying there was 1490 active rentals or closed rentals that rented, and now oh, there's 2200. push the scroll up. Median lease, 2095. Average lease, 2256. Average days on market, 44. Rent quotient. There's two. Um, there's 
two units per person right now. The rental market appears to be incredibly soft. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lob something out. Th- th- throw it out there because I know you own rental properties, I do. Joe. So I, I feel like maybe some tenants are staying in their rentals a little longer because mm-hmm. it's harder to move and find another place. And then the other piece is that, all, that registers, you have to list on Armless to be registered, right? So maybe there's more realtors who were a little slower back in the day who are now soliciting these rentals and rental agreements and getting them into the arm list to get them <coughs> rented, where maybe they would they would just put a little bandit sign on the corner that says, I'm, Rent I'm it trying out to privately. rent it. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe. And, and that I just, be something. I just think it's interesting and I wanna continue the conversation mm-hmm. as the year continues to see what are our renters doing? Because it's really our first timers who don't own. Mm-hmm that missed out, that haven't bought yet, what are they doing? My belief, I feel like that number should be going down. I feel like there should be more rental units going away than buying. I know on, on our side, we're doing a few a few investment properties deals, but mm-hmm. not a lot. But if you look at that chart, it is trending down for four months in a row. And, yes. I, and, I, and I feel like that's so, the way it will go because people are gonna be taking profits <clears> out of their rentals because they're like, ah, I've done this for three years, four years. Like not everybody's a, a landlord for life. They just wanna be a landlord for a few years, then they sell it, but they don't buy another one. So let me throw this out at you and see if we can figure out this conundrum. Average home size in square feet from new build construction from 2015 mm. to 2024. We were building houses at 2,500 square feet on the average. Today, they're down to 2,200 It's because they're building them on half the size of the lot. So yeah, everything's smaller. Affordability. Not only everything's smaller, and they're yes. getting the same price. And they're getting the same. Well, they're getting more. They're getting more. <laughs> yeah. We're talking average and, prices And here. they're like this close together. Right. Right. So we're, but is it that we're becoming minimalist? We don't need as much as we used to? Like, I'm just kind of wondering the, price the whole psychologist. No, no, the, psychology the, the, builder, the builders are, are adding, adding more, more units, more lots per, per acre. Well, it's a higher density. And they make, yes. like, how much they make off each new build? Like, was it? A lot. A lot. Well, you know, every builder is yeah. different, and the market's going to dictate that. But one thing, okay, so to, to talk about that, I, it's really interesting. We have a flip right now in Mesa for those of you guys in Mesa, Chandler Gilbert. And Mesa, and I just noticed this off of Brown and uh, Lindsay, the area that we've been running around more frequently. And, you know, for many years I was down in South Chandler and Gilbert. The density in South Chandler and Gilbert has made, like, traffic terrible. Yeah. You know, the shopping's crowded. People are cranky. Yeah. You go drive around North Mesa where all these lots are massive. Big, yeah. And the streets are empty. Mm-hmm. And the stores are easy to get in and out of. I'm like... <laughs> holy shit, I need to keep buying properties in Mesa. But to the point, this is all newer construction. So the homes that have been built more recently are Chandler and Gilbert because Mesa's been landlocked. Well, in Queen Creek, if you drive out to Eastmark, Queen Creek, Cadence, all of those houses, Fulton, are on They're getting smaller smaller lots lots. and smaller houses for the average. So I was just kind of curious if it's a mental psychology thing people just don't want as big of a house anymore maybe to cool it because there's cost to be considered with that i think the efficiency of the space has changed too i think people have formal family rooms and formal dining rooms and i think there's less of a demand for that today well i think there's a lot of interesting things going on out there so i just kind of want to throw some things out there to get your guys's brains you know still working before christmas because i know this next week pretty much after today nobody's working it's a wrap it's a wrap um listings under separation season as of december 22nd versus december of 23 homes under contract really this year are less than even last year 
So that's surprising because yeah. the interest rates have been dropping. Oops, wait a minute. I think I got one more slide in here. Oh, there it is. This one is a cromfer that shows which cities are the hottest and which ones aren't. Chandler is still the number one city in the valley. Going back up. Going so, back so it's up. Got a positive this last number. month, it went back up. Number, yeah. Yeah. Scott still went back up, even though it's only one point. You know, Paradise Valley actually appreciated fourteen percent year over year. That's a huge number, by the way. In That's Paradise an, Valley. A, of Paradise course, Valley. you think about that. So yeah. why is that, you guys? I'm looking at my lender partners and you. I, I think I know the answer, but I'm curious what you guys think. Well, Paradise Valley does mostly cash. So Bingo. they're willing to pay a little bit more to get what they want. Well, they see right now is a good time to buy and they have the cash to do it. Yeah. Right. And so I think personally, that's why Paradise Valley was so high. But, you know, it's really interesting when you look at Maricopa, Buckeye, Queen Creek. This opportunities. Is, these are perfect opportunities. That's yep. what I was about to say. There's that saying in real estate drive to you can qualify. Mm -hmm. These are the three areas where you have most builder competition. Yep. And these would be the three areas that I would focus on for a brand new buyer. Never bought a house before. They're going to get better deals. In areas down here where the Cromford index is now at 64, which is a full 40 points lower than the average. But you come up here to Chandler, you might be competing for that nice house still, right? that will even though it's December. Those, those top six will be about the same top six for ever, ever, yeah. ever. Like the, because they're getting landlocked yep. Yep. and you just can't buy more and they're very desirable and that's where people want to be. So one commentary that Tina said this past week that I read that I thought was really interesting is even though the rates have been going down, you're not seeing it in the marketplace. So again, is that just everybody waiting till after the first of the year? I feel like we talked about that last yeah. night. And I am kind of curious what everybody here thinks because listings under contract, the demand is still, even though the rates have come down, I think we were all expecting the minute that they came down that we would have the phones just Pe ringing off the hook and it hasn't happened. Well, People have to believe it, right? Yeah, they, yes. They, have, they, they, just like the rates were going up, people didn't believe it for like 30, 45 days. Then they called and they're like, well, what do you mean it's seven and a half? Like, yeah, man. What do you mean it's not five? Yeah, it's not five. It's seven and a half. It's going to take 30 to 45 days for them to really understand Well, and they're that picking up the phone right now, but they're yeah. having a conversation today and they're putting a plan in place and yeah. they're going to be spring home buyers. That's right. what that looks like. Or you're going to have those people who were at seven and a half saying, I'm going to wait till they drop under seven. Now that they dropped to 6.6, .6, well, I'm going to wait, wait till, till they drop to under six now. Yeah. Right. See, but and then, then when it drops under six, I'm going to wait till they drop but under four. But if they keep waiting, yes. the prices are going to just exponentially Thank you. They don't know that, though. They, they don't, don't know that, that, though. Yes. That's why you talk to a professional. Yeah. So well, that is why you talk to a professional. So the professional today is going to educate our class on the fact that right <laughs> now we have listings under contract 5,900, even less than last year. And supposedly last mm -hmm. year, everybody was really kind of concerned and worried mm -hmm. what was going on. This time last year, we were at 6,200. So it's not that big of a difference, but it's noticeable. Last month, we had 6,100 units. Last quarter, we had 7,200 units. But sales per year, 72,000. Not that bad, but not that good two years ago. That's we were, it's a 20% drop. More than that. At 110%, so. or 110 units, we closed two years ago. Mm -hmm. Year, but last two year, years ago, we had that wasn't a normalized was market. A you have to go back to 2019. Well, that's my point. Yeah. So 87,000, which was last year, is actually more in line yeah. with 19. Yeah, yeah, it is. And today's Cromford index is at 104, which shows a pretty balanced yes. market. So overall, days on market, that doesn't concern me. We've always been floating around 90 for the most part. Yep. And, and I mean, I've been doing this for long enough to be able to say that. And then they have 3.6 months. Ideal. Yeah, last year same. is exactly yeah, 3.6 months. 
So if we are four to five months, that's perfect, honestly. Can you, can you get in, like you're talking about the unicorn years, 2021? Uh-huh. What was the months of supply and market? What was it? You're talking 3.6? So, ooh, oh. Look at that. It's oh. less seven. than one month. Wow. Yeah. Seven, two It got down to ago. like two weeks with the lowest <laughs> and, and normally you look at yesterday to predict tomorrow. Yes. But I don't think we can. Because if we look at yesterday to try to predict tomorrow, we all know next year we have an election year. So people get all squirrely right. and crazy about that. And then everything that's been going on with our economy. There's always something. It does feel like that, does it not? There's always an excuse for those that are fence-sitting. There's always an excuse for the naysayers. But 8.2% appreciation. Let's go. Over year, over year. But but wait, wait, I'm confused, though, because I I think, didn't Coleman Sachs say he was going to drop 25%? Yeah, I'm pretty Mm. sure he did. I just wanted to confirm that and ask ask him for a friend. So the friend who bought two years ago paid 100% of list price. The friend who buys today is paying 97% of list price. So that's pretty good. Listing success rate, we're at 69%, which is a little on the lower side, what we saw last quarter and last year, but it is December. But we were at 62% last Last year, year. so not uncommon for the season. No, no, no. I mean, 90% was unheard of. That never used to happen. Um, But the average price, la, 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 la. Were you 575? I was 571. You were not. I was exactly 571. <laughs> That's why she wanted to call me. That's it. There it is. Uh, and I'm very happy for down. you. Yeah, well, I would. You I know what's say, funny about that? I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see it at the end of the so year. I'm calling quarter, a revote. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're not doing that. I won fair and square. But I'm going to say last quarter we were at 550. Uh-huh. And that's about when we said, hey, what's it going to look like? And then that time period, I think I was the most optimistic. Mm-hmm. But these two actually went in a little bit higher. So I kind of landed somewhere in the middle with that. I felt like 5%. So you're, so you're saying prices went up? Yes. And you know what I do believe? That I think they're going to go up again next year, yes. Anthony. Oh, and I think there's pent-up demand. Absolutely. I believe, personally, 600 is going to come Becky, when you say next year, I'm I'm going to say February. Well, that's where I'm going with that. Yes. I think in the next three months, it's going to go like that. It's going to come and go like that. Because yes. we're I'm already gonna, in gonna, a balanced market. I'm going to counteract your claim a little bit earlier where you were thinking when rates went down that, there, that there's, no, there's not any activity. <laughs> I know your phone drinking. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. your well, phone drinking. Any. I know people who had houses sitting with no activity that a crap load of activity this weekend. Well, it's funny. I had an agent say the house sat for 38 days, 30 days, nothing, then three offers. Then th- and it's like, why that. do you think those buyers jump back in the market? And we did it. We took houses clients had gotten payment scenarios on, decided to wait because rates hit 8% in October. And we said, hey, we just want to let you know this is where you would be today on that same house. And it gets people off the fence. So getting into what you said about people just waiting, waiting, waiting. If you're looking to buy and you can do it right now, right. maybe do not it. wait till January hurry 2nd. You right. Hurry up and do it now before the end so, of the year because price just, yeah. So I will say this. I Usually, traditionally, I love it too. In two weeks, we're going to have probably the biggest listing day ever. I think so too. Oh, and happy January. new year to everyone who expires on January 1st, yes. the phone calls you get. Happy new year. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I, I never let mine expire on that day. But, I, well, I don't let them expire ever. But that said, I do think we'll have a lot more inventory in the next two weeks. Yeah, I think so too. And as a result, there'll be a lot more for the buyers to pick from. Buyers, don't wait till your tax refund. Do not wait till the spring season. Do not wait for rates to drop again. These two are happy to refinance you. I am promising you rates will not impact us as bad as prices will come the beginning of the year. 
And because this this tells me we're going to be back to. I mean, I already showed you guys in Chandler. Yep. You already. It's not a slam dunk to get a house it's in Chandler al- today. It's already going up. It's it already, already started. It already has. Yeah. So if you think you missed the boat, you kind of did. Well, by and, not buying this past year, and if you are still yeah, renting. And seasonality. We were at 150 on the Cromford just last quarter. Yeah. Imagine what it's going to be in the spring. Well, we already know it's ramping up. I don't. I hope we never get back to 380 on Me the Cromford too. because that's just Looney Tune. That was you know? crazy. It's not None fun for anybody it. involved in the transaction. No, <laughs> no not even nobody, the sellers. No. Tina didn't even like saying it on her Cromford call. She no. was just. It just it was terrible. 429. Yeah. It was crazy. And, and, and no, there's actually, a head shake on the end of that. We, I don't know if we actually. And I think PVs was up at 700 right now on their Cromford index. That's how hot PV is. Um, but I think the average was like 570 something at the at the highest of the average and, for and guess what else happens in Phoenix market January February a lot of action a lot of action then guess what those people come in and guess what they want to do once they come in they want to buy a house because it's so yes. freaking nice here yeah I'm, I'm just ever soon as you say that I'm, I'm like oh Phoenix open or whatever it's called now yes. sitting out getting sun at the end of January you know getting a tan when the rest <laughs> of the country is freezing their butts off. Okay, I see the clock is is starting to tick down. No, we already no. know I won this this civil competition. <laughs> In case you weren't sure, In Rebecca case you didn't won. Know, We're gonna I give won. her two weeks. Tara and I are calling for recount two weeks. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Like, just, it feels overnight. like an election year, right? Does it not feel like an election year? <laughs> you know what? I think I was five sixty, so I'm pretty sure I lost either way. Yeah, Tara's out. <laughs> hey, you were. So five sixty. Negative Nancy. Five, She's out. She's out. Negative Nancy. Five seventy six. We do not play the prices right, but I landed it right on there. But if we wanted to, I'm gonna get there. Joe, we're gonna get there for two weeks. Five seventy, five seventy-eight was on the other report. So if you guys want to claim a winning on that one, you can. Even though we know they don't scrub their data. So (laughs) data is key. So what what predictions do we have for next year? So we have a great soundbite for the next episode. Yeah. All right. So the next episode, let's let's shoot for sometime two months from now would be end of February. What does yeah. it look like end of February? We're going to be thinking spring breaks coming up ahead. People take off. Spring training. Yeah, spring training. Lots of people in town. Yep. So by the end of we February. We might all be too busy to do the show at the end of February. Well, you're definitely not driving down <laughs> across town to sit with us in person. That's going to be for sure. But you're always welcome. It was fun having you here today, Anthony, in person. Mm-hmm. Usually we pick on you and say how tan you look because your camera lighting's terrible. Well, I never believed that Joe actually wore shorts. I thought he looked really nice. Oh. So Stand I had Come on. Stand up, Joe. It happens. What's really it happens. happening? Even yes. in the middle of December. Even in the middle of Always. December. Always. It's 80 today. Oh, and it's 77, <laughs> whatever it is. Okay. It so, was raining on the way here. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Joe, where do we think we're going to be rates or prices and both by the end of February? So by the end of February, I feel that we're going to see the first Fed move. It's going to happen. And they're going to announce that they're going to lower it more. Not necessarily because we need to, because they, they're going to manipulate the information, mm-hmm. but because it's an election year and we need to have lower rates to make everybody happy about what's good. going on and feel good because everybody hates the economy for some reason. I don't know That's why. That's why gas is under $3. But no, everybody hates insane? it. Yes. And then they're going to announce that we weren't, we're not going to lower it by three times. We're going to actually lower it five times in the next year, right up till November, and the rates will come down. So yeah. I think we're going to be somewhere in the mid to high fives for interest rates. By February, end of February? Check. 
And cool. That's I, aggressive. I, I, I am um, confirming that. And double I, check. And I believe that house prices double or nothing on this bet? are going to spike. <laughs> and the demand is going to spike. All these people who are sitting on the sidelines. We get over 200 people a day who move to Maricopa County. 250. 250 now. Mm-hmm. And they want to buy a house. But yeah. they're not. But they will. They and will. that's happening. And the prices are going to go bananas. Tara? Bananas. Bananas. Um, I think that we are going to see probably a 5% appreciation over the next 60 days. And I think that rates are actually going to settle in in the high fives. I wow. think that we're looking good, but I think we're going to be like five, five and a half, five seven five. Okay. on average 30-day fixed. So five and a half, five seven five. You already concurred with him. Do you have I'm anything else to, five, five, do you five, have anything else to add? But I don't, yeah, I would like to add that if you see um, the experts now nationwide, they were predicting next year to be around 3.7 million, maybe 4 million home sales in the country next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. They're now predicting 4.7 million. So of those, what yeah. I wonder is how many of them are new construction? Because that, to me, is the biggest problem we have is we have a housing shortage. But I want I, there is a shortage, but I also want to, like, you remember on our last show we talked about, I think you brought it up, mm-hmm. either one of you, that if rates get the six, it's going to bring four million buyers to the market nationwide. Right. Did they do a stat if rates go to 5.5? Right. Oh, it's going to be stupid. Triple. Right. So I'm just, just throwing that out there so, for, right. for you waiting right now. You right. guys, let me just throw out there, and this is why I bring up the builders. Right now, there's builders giving away incentives. Yeah. There's right now builders who have homes ready to buy today. I'm just rewinding two, three years ago where there was waiting list, build times of over a yes, year. Yes, lotteries. Lotteries and all kinds of bullshit that was going on with the new home industry. And I love new homes. I'm all about building houses. I think we need to build more of them. But what I'm going to tell you, if you want new, not an existing home, call me right away. Don't wait, because after the first of the year, they have all kinds of crazy incentives right now because of Christmas. This might sound like commercial, but I had a few people reach out to me lately who have bought new builds. And they are going bonkers because of the new build lender. Oh, their lenders are terrible. So mm. I'm just saying this for you. Call these guys. Call these guys because the incentives they give you, they're going to double charge you on fee. Like what these people are going through is ridiculous. There's nothing for free, Mr. There's nothing Pena. for So I just, I, and Captive I'm, I'm saying that, I'm about. just saying that for your benefit, consumers. Right. Don't, the builder, yeah, great, great house, great incentives. The lender incentive is not worth it from what <laughs> I've been hearing. So let me just throw this out there for you guys. Because the rates are starting to come down, you two are going to be able to compete a lot better with those big builders that are you know buying up gobbles of money because yep. guess what their money's getting stale and the rates have come down mm-hmm. so you guys are yeah. on a better playing field with that yeah which is really nice to see and for those clients who did have to use the builder's lender they're in a position to as rates come down refinance out of those loans and get into a better situation which is great great, great point well and i do want to throw out there so the reason why the builders i've worked with builders for years i'm beginning a building company myself the reason why builders have preferred lenders is because they have to have somebody watch their back. Control. Right. Yeah. It's, it's uh, hey, there's 20 buyers that came through. Three of them are lying, and they will never be able to buy a house, but their lender says they can, so they just use it to vet. Yeah. They have to have that there. So I don't want it to make it sound like every builder lender's terrible, but when it's a captive audience and they know it, they don't work as hard as you two. Well, no, and you know what's you interesting? You two work your butts off. We had a client that was working with us and not the preferred builder's lender. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I said, they're doing this for new people coming in, and they didn't do it for you. So you should go back to the builder and tell them, you yeah. want this amount of seller credit for temporary interest rate buy-down. If, if you're in escrow right now, that is actually beautiful advice, But Sarah. guess what? That mm-hmm. builder's lender 
they said, nope, we won't do it for an outside lender, but we'll only do it if you use our lender. But their in-house lender would have never made that recommendation because their their yeah. commitment, their loyalty is to yeah. the builder. So I think it is important to, to still have the conversation and shop around and make sure you have somebody fighting on your behalf. Agreed. So all of that said, yeah. did I actually give my prediction? prediction? No. no, I, I think you, I think you did I not. I do that at the very end. So this is what my prediction is. I think by February... I think we're going to appreciate, but I don't think 5%. I think that's super aggressive. I do think that we may hit six right now. We're at 571 for average. I do think that we'll hit 600 by May, but I think come February, the spring season hasn't hit yet. So even if the rates are dropping, I don't think enough people are going to drive that price point up. I actually think we're going to be at 585, but rates, if they actually hit five and a half, I could be totally wrong on that. So it's really going to be rate sensitive. I think we're going to be closer to six. So if rates come down 1%, how much buying power do they have? Well, you know better than 10 I do. 10% more. Yeah. So I'm like, for don't me, make me do that in my mind, if rates came down from eight to mid fives, a 5% appreciation is nothing. nothing. And it's so nothing, I really but think. But it's a matter of this timing. Is timing. This yes. is where I'm coming from with it is yes. I don't think enough people are going to be awake from Christmas and not hungover. Because yeah. what happens in January, legitimately, January is always my slowest year yeah. or slowest month slowest of the year. Until Martin Luther King weekend. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, as I ramp up getting closer to spring break, we start feeling the momentum. Yes, we start feeling better. Break. If I get busy in February, I know it's going to be a killer spring. If I don't get busy till March, then typically it's not as lack, it's not as crazy. Um, so this is where I think, I just think our, our buyers have been listening to the doom and gloom for so long. I personally think it's going to take past February to pull them out of so it. To pull them out. Unless it hits five and a half. So I'm well, giving that caveat that I could be completely wrong, but I, I'm at 585 price and I'm saying 6% interest. You're starting I'm to see it in the media a little bit too. Not that I follow the media, but we all have to, right? You, mm -hmm. you'll, for the last year, rates are going up, rates are going up, right? They, they're doom and gloom. It's the other way now. If you click on MSN or whatever and they start publication, more po more they're, they're all saying well, rates are coming down, rates are coming, coming down, rates so are coming down. Isn't that so interesting? It's, the election it's year. an election year, guys. Yeah. They're letting everybody know that the rates are coming down, yes. which is going to eventually, everybody sees it and they start to believe it, just like they believed it the other way. So I think they'll come out. And they're going to come out. March and April. So we'll see come Feb end of February how right I am or how well, wrong I am. And I think it's worth saying, I think that there's other motivating factors on the getting the rates lower because there's a bunch of commercial stuff coming due and they need to get those rates down before those balloons. So I think that we will see those come down faster. Well, we'll see. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. It was lots of fun. My sponsors and Anthony coming in person it was a great time, and I can't wait for my steak dinner. Hey, to the people listening, drop Rebecca a line what restaurant we should go celebrate Tara and Joe paying for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We're out. Have a good one. I love it. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, Check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day.